0: Yeah, we're rolling. Okay, here we go. Everyone ready? Yeah, so, good to go. All right, this is for Clementine and Otis. So, shout out to our sponsors, Crush Organics. Uh, they make CBD products and are now officially legal in Australia, as they are in many parts of the world. So, it's time to start improving your health and well-being. Do the research yourself. CBD is an amazing natural supplement. It's helped me so much with my sleep, recovery, and uh, just reducing feelings of stress and anxiety. Uh, It really helps, especially post-workout when I've got those sore muscles. And, uh, I take this, the Crush Organics Recovery Oil. That's the best one for me. I love it. So head over to crushorganics.com. That's K-R-U-S-H-O-R-G-A-N-I-C-S.com and use code THT at checkout for an epic 40% discount, fast shipping worldwide. Um kingpin skate shop literally all the best shit like if you've got a sneaker fetish like me this is your place they also stock carefully selected clothes skate decks and hardware they're locally owned and legit they're not a franchise so check out their online store kingpinstore.com that's k-i-n-g-p-i-n-s-t-o-r-e.com and use code tht at checkout for a Epic 15% discount and free shipping for orders over 25 bucks. Australian, by the way. Indosol, lastly, major sponsor of the podcast. They, um, you know, they recycle motor vehicle tires and turn them into footwear. But like aside from that, I I see Indosol as a brand who is leading in the environmentally friendly and conscious fashion sector. Uh, Indosol have distributors worldwide. So go to indosol.com. That's I N D O. S-O-L-E dot com and use code THT for a discount get your pair and join the movement alright here we go Ty are you ready brother? I'm ready let's do it Terrible Happy Talks Terrible Happy Talks Today's guest is Ty Jeffrey. Ty is a pure skateboarder and student of digital media. I always say that the THT podcast is not a skateboarding podcast. However, I'm just enamored by skateboarding and drawn to the intricate creativity that it draws out of people. I see it as a vehicle for the expression of character, personality, commitment, and dedication. And in my opinion, Ty epitomizes all of these. He is young, bold, and hungry. He possesses a gentle humility, and then when he gets on a skateboard, a beast is unleashed from deep within when he skates, and it's mesmerizing, and it's so exciting to watch, man. And today, or tonight, Ty is with me live from Kingpin Skate Shop to share his journey, experiences, challenges, and hopes for the future. Ty Jeffrey, welcome! Welcome! How you doing, dude? So stoked to have you! And I've also got to mention a shout out to our celebrity co-host this week, Mr. Joey Lyons. How are you, Joey?
1: Hello, dude!
0: It's so great to have you. And I don't know; it's becoming a bit of a theme. I'm getting like different co-hosts here and there. Like I had pro surfer Kirk Jenkins last week. Always exciting. So I'm just grateful for everyone's time, you know. So anyway, man, like what's been going on? Give us a give us a day in the life of Ty Jeffrey at the moment.
2: Oh, dude what what's going on now? I'm not too much really just to find myself skating a lot like um (laughs) just skating every single day like I finished up my university last year and ever since that I've been trying to find a job in the industry and like this digital media industry it's been a little bit tough to break into so
0: dude
2: yeah I've found myself on JobKeeper like thank god for the Australian government for that like it's keeping me afloat and
0: how how lucky are we in this country to have that?
2: You know? Oh, dude. Like, I don't think, I don't know anywhere else in the world that does that. So, do
0: you think people take it for granted?
2: Oh, for 100%. There's people out there that they don't even think about that.
0: They don't know. Like, they just kind of expect it.
2: You yeah. Know,
0: until it's gone and they really have to struggle, you know. Oh, but, for sure. Like, why, why digital media? Like, what drew you to that, you know, as a degree?
2: Mm, well, I guess, like, you know, all through high school and stuff, you made skate videos because started skating in high school and been around the camera a lot.
0: Yep. Oh, Sorry. You. I'm just talking. No, about no. You. Thank you. Thank you. No, dude, it's every, every podcast has the same problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. Like eventually late in high school, I, you know, done a class where we made videos and I was like, Oh, you know, I really enjoy this. I love working with cameras. I love being around that equipment and decided to, you know, I finished up my high school. I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do with my life now? I was like, Oh, well, this is what I like, try to study it.
0: Sick. Like, the creative aspect as well. Oh, for sure. I'm assuming that's what drew you to it as well.
2: Yeah, well, I feel like I didn't even know, like, how creative I was back then until, like, after doing this stuff for, like, five years now, I realize, like, oh, like, I kind of understand now why I was driven to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. Like, as time's gone on, it's made more and more sense. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it's made more and more sense.
0: So, like... Do you think how much of like being interested in skateboarding, how much of an influence was that on, on your desire to go that route in terms of a career?
2: Mm, I haven't put too much thought in that, but you know it's probably a massive influence because like that film that I first made like for this class in high school it was about it was called the life of a wood pusher and it was about like the day in the life of a skateboarder.
0: Right, the life of a wood pusher.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I Love
0: and, that. Do you remember that? There was a New Deal video back in the day called, I think it was New Deal, the brand, like Useless Wooden Toys. Yeah, Did yeah, see I, I seen that. Yeah, but life of a wood pusher. So like what was it about? Like was it just about some guy getting up and going skating every day or?
2: Like that was about it. Like to be honest, I never finished it. I only had like a draft done and I still have the footage and I was going through it the other day and I was like, oh, should I put this together now? But, but that's about it. It's just like some dude wakes up, he eats his breakfast, he goes out skating and. His mates end up meeting him out skating, and that's all it is. Like, get kicked out by security and skitch buses. Skitch buses. Like, that's the type of shit that was going on in this video.
0: You guys did that? Yeah, yeah. Legally or illegally?
2: Oh, it was illegal for sure. It has
0: to be. Otherwise, it's not skitching. It's just getting a tow off a mate.
2: No, oh, yeah. There was a bus bay <laughs> at our local shopping center, and we'd always, like, you know, tow the bus around because we are too lazy to skate. <laughs> <laughs> I want
1: to see this finished.
0: Yeah. Where is
2: it? I mean, dude, it's like footage of me and, you know, Joshua Dean five years ago. It's...
0: Yeah, right. So so how old are you?
2: I'm 23 now.
0: Dude, I love that. I think you might be the youngest person I've had on the podcast.
2: I'm grateful for that opportunity. Dude,
0: Nah, like I'm stoked because um, I feel like young people, not to say you're that young, like you're not a grommy, nah, but nah. it's like... I just feel like young, especially young young skaters, I just think they need more of a voice. You know, we we have all these old people always telling us, like, what's up and stuff. But, like, that's why I sort of really wanted you on because I'm just like, I just want to get an insight into someone like you who loves skateboarding, which I really resonate with because when I was your age, it was, like, all I wanted to do as well. And I was on the doll, you know. I was actually living in Bondi around your age. Just I think I worked, like, two days a week at a video shop, you know, but all I really wanted to do was skate, you know. So are you chasing the dream
2: yeah i'm chasing the dream right now like i've had planned all year ever since i finished university up last year like i'm gonna go move to melbourne and you know try to make something a little bit bigger because i guess wollongong city like it is a great city and i love it for all that it is but i guess there's only so much here going on yeah kind of got to move on you run out of spots here you run out of spots for sure
0: I don't know, man. I think there's new spots being created all the time. Like there's a new slappy curb out the front of the yeah, skate with, shop.
2: yeah, with like coping, like caps on it, and you got like a nice new stair set with fucking stoppers. Hmm.
0: Do you find Wollongong's got a lot of rough ground as well?
2: Not anymore. And like even the old ground, like the bricks, like I prefer to skate the bricks than the new blue tile. Why? I feel like they're smoother. Like the new tile, these those tiles, like a I don't know, they're just more rough.
0: Interesting. Do you feel like you get more pop off those those brown? brick tiles
2: no i guess the brick does affect the pop like all those little cracks but i'd way rather fall on the bricks than the tiles yeah fair enough
0: they've got a bit of slip to them though hey for sure yeah like even just when we're having a little slappy session out the front i just did like a little cess slide and ate shit <laughs> just lost it it was slippery it is super slippery hey eh? so yeah like um like okay so what what do you think chasing the dream looks like like, what do you feel like you have to do? Like, and actually, no, I'm going to change the question. I'm going to change the question. You ready? All right here we go. Here's the question. I actually wrote this one down. You ready? Here we go. This is how organized I am. What do you consider making it in skate in skating to look like?
2: True, uh, making it in skating far out for me right now. It's just like if skateboarding can pay my rent, and you know I can skate. Like, you know, getting supplied skateware and stuff, like that is making it for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Like free stuff.
2: Just no. free stuff, yeah. Like supporting your skateboarding and maybe even yeah, supporting your housing as well. And you're stoked. I'm fucking stoked. And that's all you want. Because, yeah, like I find myself like every day I'm just urged to skate and that's all I want to do. And yeah. if I could do that every day and live comfortably, like that I guess that's a dream come true.
0: Sick. Are you getting any free stuff right now?
2: Yeah, I'm getting free stuff. Kingpin... You know, shout-outs to Kingpin hooking me up always. Nice. And getting flowed some shoes from Vans. And nice.
0: Oh, oh, man, it must be nice to get some free Vans in the mail. Oh, it's now. so
2: comfy. They smell so good. I always smell the fresh shoes. Do you
0: get to choose which models you want? Yes. Yeah, I smell the shoes too
2: i uh, haven't no i haven't uh been too picky yet like i'm just really fucking thankful for what they're giving me
0: yeah yeah no that's cool well that's a sick hookup because you just burn through shoes hey
2: for sure and shoes like it's probably one of the most expensive things besides boards
0: yeah right yeah you know the first time i seen you man skating wasn't that long ago but i just remember thinking like you had the most beat up board and shoes and you were just skating so hard and like like the the board had like a a chip in the tail that was, like, as big as the tail, shit like
2: that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I run shit to death, man. Like, do you
0: still, like, is that a conscious decision or do you deliberately like, because I've heard some skaters like skating really beat up boards, like they love it. Uh, like Vincent Alvarez, I, I watched an interview with him and he's like, he'll skate a board till it's dead, until the wheels are, like, as big as the bearing covers.
2: True, yeah. I mean, I probably don't prefer it, but. Ty just wrecks shit. He just wrecks everything Yeah, including my body I mean, my body gets beaten up a little bit Have you got any injuries? Injuries, plenty I mean, who
0: What are you, what are you rocking? Give me some injuries
2: I mean, right now I just have a slip disc in the back And
0: Really? At 23 years old?
2: Yeah, it happened a month and a half ago I was doing an ollie on flat Like as fast on as flat? I, yeah, on flat oh, It was three ollies on flat As fast as I could Like right after each other Like pop, pop, pop And then the last one My legs just went into the air in front of me and i landed right on my fucking ass and the ground was super rough so like i barely slid and yeah i barely slid and just all that fucking energy was just in my spine compacted
0: no way dude and and like recovering okay or
2: yeah it's been about a month and a half now and you know i haven't been doing the right steps for recovery like i always preach to everyone like if you injure yourself dude don't fuck around with that shit Take Oi, it did you get
0: the x-ray back yet
2: X-ray comes back tomorrow. Oh, okay.
0: okay. So like it was that bad to get an X-ray on your spine?
2: Yeah, this is second X-ray now. It's no joke. No, it's no joke. And, you know, people say like, don't mess with your back. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want to (laughs) fucking. Yeah, don't go out and do the worm. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Do you
0: like to do the worm?
2: I I don't dance too much, but I mean, every now and then I crave a boogie. Do you like to party? You know, when it's meant to be like. You know, once a fortnight, maybe.
0: So once a fortnight.
2: Yeah, I mean, you want to go out, socialize, and, you know, get rid of some energy dancing.
0: Hmm. Do, you, do you respect skaters that can party as hard as they skate?
2: Oh, it's like, it's a pretty controversial topic because... Why? I don't know, because I guess you just don't really want to support, like, anyone fucking, like, doing themselves in with alcohol, or, like, getting on party drugs and pot. You don't really want to hype it up because you don't want to because you know a lot of people it doesn't work for a lot of people and some other people can like handle themselves while they're on it. What about Evan Smith? <laughs> Evan
0: Smith, he's a freak that he does he parties hard and skates on mushrooms. Yeah, but I understand like that. That's okay. Mushrooms are okay. Pretty wild psilocybin, but yeah.
2: But yeah, they're definitely. I mean, yeah. I guess if you can handle your shit, but I don't know, man. It's just all like. I mean, I'm a drinker. I'm drinking right now, like. At the end of the day, like we you're
0: not, all You're not getting wasted every day though.
2: No, I'm not getting wasted every day. Like, you know, I'll have like maybe four beers. Everything in moderation.
0: Is that is that the key, Joey? Yes. It, was that the key to your longevity?
2: Yeah. So I'm still here.
1: Moderation. Really?
0: What about when it comes to eating bureks?
1: <laughs> moderation also. Oh, no. Oh, no. You gotta keep it to one a week. Man, maybe shit's... two.
0: <laughs> that shit's hard to moderate. <laughs> I had one the other day. You know what a burek is?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: Macedonian it. food, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Just like pastry and meat and cheese. The best. The mm-hmm. best. And it's like on a cold winter morning after a surf. Shout oh, out yeah. to
1: Pessies in Cringula. Six dollar slice.
0: Dude, you're talking about getting free shit. Like, that's the sponsor I want. Yeah. I wonder if that would be Burek sponsor. It cost them nothing because it cost them nothing to make that stuff.
1: So good.
0: That's sponsorous. But listen, man. Like it's just interesting for me to hear you say that as a twenty-three-year-old because I'm sure Joey can attest to this as well. When I was twenty-three, man, it was like you've you've got to party hard, like you've got to drink hard, and you've got to smoke weed, and and then you've got to skate as hard, and you've got to keep up. and And that was kind of like how you almost got like respect from the from the homies and the crew, you know. Um, and if you didn't do that, like it was sort of less common. To sort of shy away from that lifestyle. Would you agree, Joey?
1: A little bit, yeah. I was a bit of a skate nerd and I didn't drink too much when I was younger. Just uh, tried to skate a lot more. But, yeah, you, as you get older, it's easier to drink because mm. your body, it, yeah, you get used to it. So.
0: so I reckon that's one of the best lessons of age then because it was like people like Joey who was like managed managed to avoid that scene end up having like the best skate careers.
2: Mm, I look where he is now like –
0: yeah, he's owned a skate shop and he, like, put out some pretty good parts, I think. And, you know, talked a lot of shit. SSBST. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you actually uh, do switch dance backsides, outsides?
1: Not anymore. No not way. Not
0: anymore. No. I could you back in the it. day, though?
1: If I was on the dole now and I could skate every day, I think I could still skate if I went skating every day. Mm. But I don't go skating every day.
2: Yeah, me either. Mm. What Have about- to be on the dole to... Land that. Sweet. Well, like if I didn't have a job and I I just wanted to skate every day, then yeah, good. you would have that in an afternoon. If you put you know four or five hours into it, you'd land one, maybe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just work on it.
2: Back of, to, to time. Back to time.
0: Bit of yoga in the morning.
2: No, no yoga.
0: But like, so you were saying how you're on JobKeeper. Yeah, okay?
2: yeah.
0: Which um, I think you know a, a lot of artists who do who do amazing things, you know, have have found themselves in that position. My question to you is, is like, you have a degree in digital media. I mean, if you were to attain a professional position, because with a degree, you can command a professional income, right, potentially. Not for sure. Would Does that mean the skate dream's over? Because then you're working 40 hours a week.
2: Yeah, well, I guess that's like, I guess that's where it gets a bit rough. Like, you know, if I really, really wanted to pursue this shit and get a job, like... You know, I'd be looking every day for companies, find companies I like, and then, you know, if they don't respond to my, you know, resume or cover letters, I'd email them be like, yo, Mm. you're not getting back to me. But, like, I'd push for it. So, I don't know, maybe I am kind of (laughs) holding back on that just so I have more time to skate because, like, that's what I'm really fucking down for right now.
0: Yeah. Especially while, like, you're kind of peaking. Like, you're kind of coming to your peak.
2: Oh, that's it. Like, like, you haven't
0: peaked yet. Yeah,
2: and that's it. Like, I take in consideration that your body, you know, doesn't last forever and especially skating at, like, a high level. Like, you know, Mm. where I'm now, 23, like, I guess I don't have that much.
1: You're in the prime. They're the best years coming up to 30. All those years, the
2: best. Well, that's it. And, like, yeah, I don't want to, I guess, yeah, I don't want to waste that shit not skating while I got it.
0: Interesting. So like, where did you grow up exactly?
2: I grew up in Mount Warrigal, but I moved... It's all... a
0: suburb of Wollongong, Illawarra area, yeah. south, southeast coast of Australia,
2: yep. 20 minutes south of Wollongong, yeah. And um, moved around a lot, probably lived in like nine different houses, but all around the similar area mainly.
0: As a, as a young person? As a kid?
2: Just through my whole life, like even today.
0: Why is that? If you don't mind me asking.
2: I don't know, I guess my parents were never stable, never really had a stable place and yeah, just moved around with them. Okay. Been all over the shop. Like, it's pretty good though. Like, I mean, I was in Sydney for a little bit and down in Gerangong and but mainly around, yeah, 20 minutes south of Wollongong.
0: So that didn't bother you, like, you know, like not growing up in the one spot your whole life like a lot of people and having to shift around a bit didn't bother you?
2: No, it never really bothered me at all until like right now. Like to this day, 23 years of age, like, i I'm living at a place with my mum's now for a month before I moved to Melbourne with my mate, and yeah. the chick that she's living with is like pretty fucked in the head, and I'm sure pretty sure she doesn't want me there. So, really? Yeah, yeah. So sorry to hear that. No, it's all right.
0: Why? 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 Why is she fucked in the head?
2: <laughs> I'm not too sure. Like uh, mental yeah, health problems, maybe. Mental health, years of abuse of substances. Who knows? But yeah, I copped some shit. Like the other night, and I was. I was like I've only been there six days and fuck, I already wanted to leave in one night. So I'm, start, I'm realizing like, oh, I have nowhere that I feel comfortable being. No more Jared's couch. <laughs> I never stayed at Jared's. He oh, always really? wanted me to stay. Yeah. Because I had a girlfriend at the time. So ah, true. It's on the girlfriend's, in the girlfriend's yeah. bed. Have I'm a girlfriend sure. now? No, no. I don't want none of that.
0: Do you think the moustaches had an impact on the girlfriend situation?
2: Yeah, and potentially boyfriends as well with this moustache, like hit up by everybody.
0: Sig moustache. No, thank you. I'm not even kidding. I love it. I got moustache envy. Yeah, man. (laughs) So, so like, yeah, like it's it's interesting to hear that because it's such a common theme with skateboarders. Like, I don't know. I don't want to delve too deep, and you don't have to tell me anything you don't want to. But with your family life, that maybe there's a little bit of instability there.
2: Oh yeah, and I guess that's that's something as well that got me out skating. Like I was was gonna say, yeah. fuck being here I don't want to be here when you're angry
1: you skate better like I feel like if you have a bit of anger in you you just skate better you just yeah. want to push yourself a bit more you yeah. get some of that angry negative energy out yeah
0: totally mm. you must skate good all the time then yeah I'm
1: always angry <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry Joey. it's too easy man it's too easy
1: SSB STS. sorry Joey
0: I can't help it I can't. I've got to take that sound bite out of the soundboard I'm so I'm
1: sorry delete that thing eh? <laughs>
0: No, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a common theme and I think skateboarding is a great outlet, but would you say your skate crew and your friends have become like a family, like a skate family for you?
2: Well, I guess like my skate friends have always been circulating, like growing up pretty much everyone I grew up skating with stopped. And then like that, that was around the time high school finished and I started university coming out here, hanging out with like, you know, Jared, who used to be here at Kingpin all the time. And, um, yeah, found Jared and Kingpin and a whole new skate friend group out here in Wollongong, and that was awesome for like four years. And now they've gone to Melbourne, and here I am with like no one really to skate again. But
0: do you do you, do you feel a little bit like do you feel like you're missing out? Have you got have you got FOMO?
2: FOMO, oh like missing fear, out. on Fear Melbourne. of missing out. Oh, I used to back in the day, but I, was, I became conscious of that when I was like but super now, young.
0: Now your friends have moved down there. Do you feel like you're missing out on something? Oh, like I've got to get down there.
2: Like, not really, like a little bit. I mean, I've seen Jenna, like, you know, Jenna's like, she's been down there for like what three months and she's on like a board shop and now she's like on flow for Adidas, you know, like shit's popping off. And I see that and they're hanging out with like all these cool dudes and I'm like, oh,
0: like more opportunity,
2: way more opportunity. Should have stayed in New York. <laughs> should have, oh, fuck, you would have been caught up there for lockdown if I did that.
0: Did you, were you living in
2: New York? No, no, I just went Traveled there for two weeks. How was it? It was fucking amazing. Like, I would love to live there, but then, I mean, COVID in America doesn't seem too fun.
0: I feel like the New York cityscape would suit your type of skating more than, say, California. How do you feel about that statement? Sorry, my little logo's falling off. No, you're right, man.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't get a chance to skate California, so I really got no bias. But New York was fucking, yeah, it was raw, spots everywhere. Everyone was pretty cool. Like, Mm. But then again, yeah, I don't know what California was like.
0: Yeah, I just like um, you know, there'd be a lot of like you know, cruising through the city streets and you know, like random spots, you know. Probably, oh yeah, probably spots. a lot of less famous spots.
2: Yeah, less famous spots, but there was like a lot of famous spots over there. It was like being in a fucking.
0: Did you go to um? Is that what's that spot? The new uh, they call Blubber.
2: Blubber, yeah, yeah. Did you skate that? Yeah, skate. Got a few tricks on that. You know, did had, you? That's a famous that spot right across it's from like that's a... the courthouse. Yeah, courthouse drop.
0: That looks sick. That place.
2: I had to skate that as well.
0: That blubber place is, is not as high, is it? It's pretty it's kinda lower.
2: It's mellow, like it's pretty mellow, but it's rounded super hard, so like it would just it just wants to throw you off as soon what as you did, get what on it. What tricks did you get on it? I only got like a fifty fifty, like one eighty out and then You're a talking not, about that kinked ledge? Yeah, the black kinked Black one. Kink ledge. Yeah, black, yeah.
0: black marble? Yeah, so like so hubber no. but black so black so hubber.
2: No
0: yeah. Yeah, it looks fun, eh? Hey? Yeah. Then some dudes all the whole thing, hey.
2: Yeah, straight over the top. <sighs>
0: it's heavy. I don't know who did that.
2: I think uh, Tyshawn, uh, Ty Ty I'm the pretty guy, sure he nolly kick flipped it.
0: He nolly, that's right. Or maybe it was
2: a nolly heel flip, like one or the other. Fuck,
0: <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> too much. Guy, such an ultimate athlete, that guy, eh? It's insane. No way, man. So, uh, like, growing up, there's a bit of moving around. Did that mean you had to move around schools a fair bit?
2: No, luckily, because, yeah, we stayed in the same area. always could go to the same school. And, mm. you know, I skated, so transport, like, You know, a five six k skate was almost nothing, right? Back in the day,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: So it was never a problem.
0: Okay, sick. And and how how was school for you? How would you describe it?
2: Oh, school was pretty cool. Like I was always a bit of an outcast. I found some really close mates, which is good, and like I still have those mates today. But yeah, everyone else, like you know, I didn't really give a shit. I was just doing my own thing. And
0: so, would you say you're a good student?
2: No, I wasn't good. I wasn't a good student at all until like. Year 11 when I started taking school seriously. And got into uni. Yeah, and got into uni. From high school? Yeah, yeah.
0: See, that's right, dude. That's hard. These days it's, hard. it's getting harder and harder.
2: Oh, yeah. The uh, expectations are fucking raising. Yeah. The bars getting raised. Sick, man.
0: Yeah, so like what, what subjects at school do you reckon you excelled at in high school, for example?
2: Oh, I was always kind of good at maths and, you know, I like to do a little bit of physics and stuff, but I don't know. Honestly, like... If you tell me to do something and I want to try to do it, I'll get it done. Get it done.
0: Yeah, nice. Kind of focused, eh? When you want to. Can be. So you're back screwed and I noticed like myself and Marlon just started having a little slappy session out the front and you were like, you know, i got to slip tears, but then you still had to pick up your skateboard and have a skate.
2: Yeah, I had to get a few tricks in, you know.
0: That switch slappy, the front side one was great.
2: No, thanks, thanks. It's a recent line. <laughs>
0: But it's, it's like, it's such a skateboarding mentality. Like, yeah, my back's fucked, but I just, I just have one little roll. Oh, I goes. see you guys fucking
2: rolling on that thing. I can smell the trucks burning off. Like shit just gets me juiced. Eh? <laughs> so good. Can't help it.
0: So what psychs you up? So like, okay, I got a, I got a bit of a question here. Like, cause I'm, you know, a hard hitting journalist. So I write shit down now. Um, what, like when you're, when you're about to do something that's dangerous, cause I've seen you do some dangerous shit. Right. <laughs> what's your inner dialogue like what are you saying to yourself or are you not thinking
2: oh i mean i know the answer to that you do it's different it ranges from time to time like i've learned methods to deal with getting over like that fear factor in the past couple of years but a lot of the times i find myself like yelling at myself just just fucking do it or you're a little bitch or something like that <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, and it's like, just go for it. Sick, man. But I guess nowadays it's like breathing, like taking some deep breaths through your nose and also dealing with fear. I learned this thing from a psychologist. You look left to right like three times with your eyes and it like kills that fear feeling or that fear factor.
0: No way, dude. I've never heard that.
2: Yeah. Man, you got a
1: good army roll as well on your bales. Like I've seen you do some good army rolls out like – over the pyramid oh, yeah, yeah. and you just army rolled out of there. I was like, how the <laughs>
2: fuck? It's like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, dude, the only reason I have to do those army rolls is because my elbow is so fucking blasted. I can't land on oh, it. So you just roll out of it? Yeah, tuck it in on the shoulder, roll it out. <laughs> so tell
0: dude. us tell us what you did over the pyramid at Fairmont yesterday.
2: Oh, it was just an ollie, but... But did you ollie the whole thing? No, it was like from the side. I was just trying to like... Yeah, it's, I guess it's a bit hard to explain, but yeah, the side of the pyramid... Like not over the top, so I was olling over like the side bank, and I was trying to hit the kicker on the left side, like with as little ramp as possible mm. to clear as much distance. I don't know, it was just stupid.
0: No, that's right. And then you did a wall ride right afterwards.
2: Yeah, luckily I thought I was going to bail. I had heaps of speed. You can't really tell in that video, but
0: but you got a slip disc, and you, and you and you can throw yourself like that. I can. Maybe that's because you're young, ish. Probably. And your body's like, yeah, I'm. F- I can still I can still push through this.
2: And then, yeah, and also the feeling of skateboarding just feels so great. It almost overrides pain.
0: You think, like, the endorphins get rolling and you start feeling good?
2: Oh, definitely. And then once you stop and you're done, you're like, oh, shouldn't have done that.
0: Dude, tell me the thing about the psychologist again.
2: No, like I was like, the look, fear? looking left to right. Like, uh,
0: so what do you do? You go left, right, left, right.
2: Yeah, and you do it quick, like left, right, left, right, left, right. And then that fear factor should you know deplete or something no
0: way. i've never heard that
2: yeah i, I mean I, I just get on fucking youtube tangents and watch heaps of shit and... Dude,
0: it's the best because like i'm always really keen on that because i'm scared a lot like <laughs> like i know it sounds funny but there's things i do that scare me all the time like even the other day i was really scared in the surf you know like because i like to surf and a bigger wave came and i was just scared to paddle for it and you know, um, I'm always thinking of ways just to break that mental barrier. You know, um, no. but I've never heard that one. Oh, I like
2: gotta a, give it a go, man. And it, it, deep
0: breathing works for me a lot as well. Yeah, like in terms of calming the central nervous system. But I don't know; it doesn't work. And then, but also another thing that really got me once: I had a, a guest on the podcast. This guy Ignacio Salazar is a Peruvian big wave surfer, and I said to him, "Dude, um." how do you get over the fear of paddling into those waves? Like he paddles into 20-foot waves and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, I did the ayahuasca in Peru, you know, the psychedelic, and oh. I realized that I had this – I realized when I did the ayahuasca that none of this is real anymore. This doesn't exist. This is like the matrix. And then once I realized that, I'm not scared anymore. And then he goes and, – and that was it. And he had off one tree. He's never had it again. Wow. And I just was like – so he just looks at – our life is just, it's not reality. So there's nothing to be scared of. It's like, oh, I don't know. Can we flip our mentality like that? I don't know. Could you, could you flip your mentality like that?
2: No, uh, I think it would take something pretty powerful to flip my mentality.
0: Yeah, anyway, that's just an observation. But I just think, like, aside from the psychedelic aspect of it, I think,
2: you know, it's no, yeah, p- perspective. Yeah, that's it. It's all perspective at the end of the day. Mm. It's like, you know, confidence plays a massive part. It's like, you see yourself, you believe in yourself, you can do this. Fuck, you're going to do it. If like it even feels in, good, do it. It's even in games of pool, like confidence. You're confident in game of pool, like seeing Joey smash those balls in, like nothing.
0: <laughs> I heard he's pretty good, and I, you know, but, but, oh, wrong one, wrong <laughs> one.
1: Yeah. Also, Marty Gerardo and Corey, they think they're the best pool players in the world. They're not. <laughs> sorry, boys.
0: Sorry, sorry, Joey. Oh, man. Joey's gonna hate me after this.
2: No, he's got the right.
0: But it's it's a confidence thing, hey. Oh for sure. Yeah.
2: And that's like almost you can relate that to anything in life.
0: I think I think skateboarding is is so much around confidence more than any other sport because it's like if you're not hundred percent committed, you're gonna get hurt.
2: Oh, hundred percent.
0: Even on a slappy. Sometimes you know you're going
1: to get hurt before it happens. I get like a flash of like, okay, this one's not so good. Maybe don't try it, but then you try it anyway and then you feel the burn. Like, have you had that happen where you're like, this one's not going to work, but you do it. Like,
0: And then there's that seed of negativity, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. and then you get hammered and you're like, why did I try that? I knew that was going to happen. And like other times you're fine, clear-headed, but Hmm. I'd always get like a little like wigged out by certain tricks and then, yeah, you would get hurt
2: on that. So you got to block it out.
0: Did, do you think skateboarding's made you more mentally resilient in life?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because I don't know me if I didn't skate, but for sure, I feel like any skateboarder, <coughs> like all skateboarders definitely have like a good, almost like a work ethic. It's like, you know, try and try and try again until you fucking get it.
0: Mm. So how old were you when you first picked up a skateboard?
2: I was like 12. Uh, Oh, I was like eight, to be honest. When I first picked a board up, I was in Queensland, and I got it as a gift. And I went to a skate park. I learned to drop in the first day of like skating. And what? <laughs> That's amazing. I was on a three, like two three foot ramp.
0: No, but still, there's a there's a there's a mental barrier to be broken there. But, but
2: like, then I seen some dude like do rock to fakies. And I'm like, oh, like trick. I want to do a trick. Tried it. Rock to fakie. My first one. Hung up. <laughs> fell down. snapped my wrist. Oh my god! His first day skating, I was eight years old, and then like I didn't touch a board till I was like twelve, turning thirteen.
0: Crazy man!
2: You seem like you pick up tricks pretty easy, though. Like you look like
1: you can look at it and go, "Okay, I might be able to try this," and then like you pick stuff up pretty quick.
2: It seems Mm. nowadays it's a bit better.
0: Uh, I get that vibe too, actually. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. So, like, what was your first skateboard? Let's get all that sort of stuff out of the way. Do you remember? First yeah, I, board, I remember. First it, proper setup. Yeah, I
2: remember. It's pretty shameful, to be honest. It was like a Speed Demon, like, complete setup. Yeah, okay. Speed Demon, I don't know. Is that a world brand?
0: If English, it was a big
2: thing, issues? it was
1: a world brand. They have good bearings, though. I swear. Speed Demon, Apex 7s, they good. were fast. There yeah. You go. But I think it's just like out of the same, like, world blind type. Yeah. There
0: you go. Yeah, man. And like, and I got to know, like, I want to get some of these basic questions out of the way. Like, who were some like influential skateboarders when you were young? Like, who were some of the guys you looked up to?
2: Shit, man. When I was younger and got into skateboarding, like, I knew fucking nothing. Like, and even like five, six years into it, like, I still knew nothing about the scene and the industry. Like, I grew up skating pretty much off like maybe video games, like I'd play the Tony Hawks games and there will be the...
0: So different. Yeah. I think
1: that's why you have your own style and you're good at skateboarding because you never really gauge, like you just do what you like doing and then, yeah, it's quite different to a lot of other people.
2: Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, I agree. Yeah, and I just like, you know, I'd play the game and I'd see the tricks they do and I'd like, you know, watch the fucking animation and go try to do that, you know, in my garage and... I guess that's, yeah, that's when I started skating and I found, like, one mate and he was fucking super weird, like, a super weird skater, but he introduced me to street skating and, like, we went out to some scout hall. There was, like, a one-foot drop and I did my first acid drop and I was, like, oh, my God, like, world's a skate park, like. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: It, it changes, it, doesn't it change your perspective on, like, the urban environment straight away? Like, you're ruined forever now. Oh, yeah, you're never like, going to see it the same. You'll never look at a set of stairs the same. You'll never look at a handrail or even now like a curb. Like it's just crazy. There's no other activity like it.
2: Yeah, it's strange. It's, I find it strange that people don't see everything to skate spots. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, you must be weird. You don't see that slappy curb there.
0: <laughs> so true, eh? So true. So like um, who would you say, like who, who are, you some, of, who are you some of your favorite skateboarders like internationally or? Pro skaters like, Who do you who do you love Like what styles Do you love to look at
2: Well I guess Growing up Like I guess I love Like that kind of Punk style Like I guess Dustin Pointed it out to me Because like He was in the video games He was Australian And Dustin Dustin Dolan Dustin
0: Dolan Yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Like I love that style And I was like, like Juiced on that And then like Like Ellie You know Ali Balula oh, Baker
0: Dude Yeah Same Like they're big influences For me as well
2: Yeah I love true. Dustin yeah, shit had me hyped, but as I said, like I didn't know much about the scene, and like I got a few skate videos, like Slam magazines, Glory Ride, nice a bunch of Aussie skaters, and then besides that, yeah, just random videos, like I didn't like know what or, I wanted. Or clips, like like DVDs, because this was back before YouTube, you you accessed YouTube for skating, off. but it was right then, though, right before YouTube was popping off. Okay.
0: Yeah, interesting. It's funny you mentioned those two. Ali Bulala, man. Remember he oh, – was it one of the Baker movies where he tried to ollie the the Leon 25 stair?
2: Yeah, man. That's probably where he gets his name from that. It's crazy. Especially nowadays after Jaws done it. Like. Well, then
0: – and then I watched the Jaws clip and Ali Bulala was there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so I think it was like, what, 20 years later. Yeah, it was a fucking yeah, long time. That he tried it. It's just the craziest thing, you know. Yeah, and it's funny that you picked those two because, like, they've kind of always been a bit raw. Yeah. So are you attracted to, like, a raw, raw style of skating? Yeah, I guess. As opposed to that super clean, fresh sort of vibe?
2: No, for sure. That raw just, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty hard to explain, to be honest. Yeah. It's hard.
0: No, it is, man.
2: But then again, like, I also, you know, later on in my skate life, I was like, oh, Richie Jackson, fucking William Spencer, like, seeing these dudes do all this, like, weird stuff.
0: Like novelty shit?
2: Like novelty, but it was like it opened my mind up. I was like, oh, my God, skateboarding is like almost fucking endless. And I was like hyped yeah. watching those dudes.
0: Like, like does it just – what does it do for your mind? Like is it just a distraction for your mind because you, 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 you're breaking down skateboarding and you're thinking about it all the time?
2: I mean I can't help but think about skateboarding. Like, you know, I'm out skateboarding all day and get home, chill for a bit, and, you know, you're going to sleep, you can't help but think like – oh. And, like, you know, sometimes you can just be chilling out and, like, figure out how a trick works. You're like, oh, my God, I just got it. I got to go try that. Like, you know.
0: Yeah, so sick. Yeah, you're in, a, you're in a good, like, space for it right now, especially. But, like, I'm not going to say unemployed because are you, like, is that, is that accurate? But it's like.
2: I, I work with my father doing concrete labor. Okay. Like, I'm a, pretty much a concrete. I've been doing it since, like, year nine because, as I said, like, I didn't do that well in high school.
0: Yeah, right Getting
2: suspended all the time And ended up just So
0: that was part of your story At school Getting suspended all the time
2: Well, I mean It wasn't that big of a deal
0: Dude, Joey Did you just get the pizza? Oh, yes Do you want a piece of pizza?
2: No, I might have a piece, yeah
0: Yes, thanks, Joey Sorry,
2: boys But got to eat Pass it on
0: No, thank you very much (laughs) Alright Cheers No, bye Thanks, man I haven't eaten all day I'm so hungry
1: No time anymore No time for anything
0: it's time always, is precious, hey?
2: There's always time for pizza.
0: There's always time for pizza. It's, it's got to be one of my favorite foods. Like, would you say um, you lead a healthy lifestyle, diet wise? On and off. Mm.
2: I'm very aware of what I put into my body like mm. sugars, salts, carbs, proteins. You are? Yeah. yeah, yeah. See,
0: this is the thing, man. Like, to hear this from a 23 year old, I don't want to sound like an old dude, but. Super inspiring because I wasn't thinking like that.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I did like, you know, my f- father taught me a lot. Like he was a real good dad and, you know, and he told me about food and like, nutrition and shit. Like he's into bodybuilding, so I guess that's how I know. Are
0: you guys super close?
2: Yeah, I'd say we're pretty close. Like as I said, like I work, like that's the only work I really do is concreting with him. Mm. And um, build some skate parks. <laughs> you know, we have built half lifes. We built two pipes in the past. Cement meant one. Nah, just wood. Uh, nice man. No, nah, it's been good though.
0: So, like your your parents have always been supportive of you skateboarding.
2: Yeah, they've always been real supportive. Like you know, they see that I'm into something, and mm. like they like he's into it. Let's support it. Like yeah, because that's something I see nowadays. Like with so many people, and I feel bad for people who don't have passions, like things they're passionate about. It's like. I mean, I have this thing which is skateboarding that gets me up and drives me almost every day, and people don't have any hobbies. You gotta have a good hobby,
0: dude. Yeah. I think our problem is we've got too many hobbies. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's so true, man. I, I think Joe and I were just talking about that the other day about how, you know, like what a gift it is to have something that just gets you out of bed and <clears throat> that you just love, and it's and and it's not, it can never be perfected. You no, never really changing. get
1: bored. You can always like, yeah, just keep doing it.
0: Yeah. Never and bored. Would you say it like feeds your soul, Joey? Yeah. Eat mm. it up. Yeah. I reckon that's where the good where the good happy vibes are too, man. Yeah, bro. So how's your pizza and beer?
2: <laughs> the pizza's pretty good. I think- Is I,
0: your beer flat? Do you want another my,
2: beer? Oh, I think my beers are, my beers are over there somewhere.
0: You want to go grab one?
2: Yeah, i going go. Go. go grab my good,
0: I'm going to have another pizza. This is a bit more of the cash vibe. Can I have another piece of pizza? you allowed to do this? Can you press pause There's on no this? There's no rules. No, I just keep rolling now because it's like it's – Oh, thanks, Joey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. i ready to go. No, you didn't. Right, yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> <ready to> go.
0: <laughs> That's so good. Mm. I don't know, man. Oh my god! I was so hungry having it all day.
1: Hey, what's the ideal setup you're riding right now?
2: What size are you running? <laughs> the size you know, you know, the size doesn't isn't too important to me. But you know, between five 825, 825 is sweet. Eight three eight is what I'm riding right now. Passport, Passport some of the best decks out there. Fucking shout out to you guys. What, what trucks you ride? Trucks I'm riding right now. Ace trucks. You know, I've rode Independent for the past fucking ten years. And recently, the past two sets I've had have snapped under a year. Fucking devastating. Mm. But, And what what you're on now? Ace. Ace. The boys have got me on Ace. They're like, give it a go. Like, Jared, my filmer, like, always told me, like, he rides Ace. He's like, Ace is the best. That's uh, like yeah. a new AF1 or something, eh? No way. Good one. But AF1, is that the, like, model of the truck? Mm. The new ones. Yeah, it's sick and like, I mean, it comes with bolts that re-thread the truck, like the bolts re-thread it mm. and that
0: was just a fucking, it's like, yep. That makes so much sense, hey? So much sense. Wow, man. It's funny, Um, you, you mentioned Passport and you said they're the best, like what's sort of separating a, like a good board brand from another brand? Like what, what makes them for you the best? is it the the wood is it the shape
2: yeah i guess it's like a lot of things combined on your feet yeah it just feels good and you know you just gotta you gotta try out a lot of boards because a lot of boards do have different shapes they're all pressed kind of different and there's different wheelbases and all this types of shit and yeah some boards some tricks just feel a lot better and you can do some tricks on some boards and different tricks on others and yeah, I guess you just find your preference and it's like, oh, I got majority of the tricks that I like to do on this board and they all feel amazing. He comes and gets boards on
1: the day that I'm not here because then he gets what he wants. But if he comes when I'm here, I give him like shit ones with like concave in <laughs> one side and not the other. No, so... <laughs> yeah, that was right. That 5 deck, that, that was a decent deck. Good board, but the concave was out. It, it was out. Really weird. It was, just it was like, like a heel flip board. Walked. It was like steep on one side, then flat on the
0: other. You think that was deliberate? No, it's probably or, just or in just the bottom wall-walls. of
1: the pack or I yeah, don't know, yeah. something was weird. But when that used to happen, you would be like, oh, this is a hill flip deck or <laughs> you game can't game. do a nolly flip on this one.
0: <laughs> so funny. Do you like boards with flat concave? Um, so I've got a really flat board at the moment and it's a game changer and I've always ridden more steeper concave. Do another one?
2: No, nah, I'm sweet. No, nah,
0: thanks anyway. <sighs> Have a little one, Joey. Thanks, bro. Sorry, Ty. Can no,
2: you're I- right. Flat concaves, yeah. Flat concaves are really good for like basic flip tricks. I reckon like kick flips, heel flips, Not like flips, all that. But I do find them a little harder for like variations like the varials and trays. I don't know. Yeah, it's just I guess it's perf- personal preference. And I mean, I don't mind the hockey decks with that extreme steep concave, but I think you know medium medium concave is. Mm what you want are you a skate park guy or a street guy a bit of both like i mean i love the street and i think parks like i mean you can use parks as almost training grounds because actually yeah you did a backflip the other day yeah i did a backflip i mean that that was wild oh, i've
0: seen i seen that yeah that? at an indoor skate park yeah
2: 360 skate park no way backflip It's the second backflip i've done
0: um, Was it early grab?
2: It's early grab. I did try to do it without an early grab, and I fucking almost broke my neck. It seems impossible, probably. No, Mm. it's can be done. Yeah, David Gravett and Ryan Shrekler can do them. Mm. Seeing that,
0: so crazy. You know how do you feel about skateboarding being in the Olympics?
2: Yeah, at the start, I was kind of like, oh fuck, that's lame, fuck shit. But uh, now I'm like, all right, well, it's giving. You know, it's putting more money into the skate scene and it's also making it, like, I guess more accepted in fucking society and therefore, like, kids are going to be getting into skating and their parents will, like, be, like, double keen on it because it's like, oh, you can fucking make something out of it. Yeah. But then again, you don't want, you know, skate dads and shit, but I feel like it's all right.
0: I mean, it's going to open up a whole new industry of skate coaching. (laughs) <laughs> skate coaches.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that.
0: Dude, that's that's one thing I've sort of thought about. A lot
1: more girls are skating too these days,
0: which is rad. Yeah,
1: so good. Yeah, like it's just more accepted. <clears throat>
0: like, have you noticed that in the skate shop? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. come
1: in, I'm like, whoa, like they're just coming from like I don't even know where, Warrawong or somewhere, and they're like, hey, my daughter wants to skate. You give her a skateboard. I'm like, all right, sick. Like it's cool.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> good to see. Wonder why
0: you think it's because of the profile being raised.
1: Maybe, yeah, it's like more accepted.
0: How do you feel about because there's been a few more high, high profile female skaters who skate, but then really express their femininity as well? Yeah, in their fashion.
2: Yeah, I don't see that too much, but I mean, if you're doing it, fuck if you want to fucking take a four wearing that, mm. go for it. Like yeah. that's sick.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a few now. See, like in the states where, like, and they skate good, you know, but they're wearing like
1: Niger kits.
0: Yeah, like I guess more clothes. Tight-fitting clothing, like less traditional sort of skatewear, more on the fashionable side as well. And I'm just kind of like, it's it's cool. Like, it's rad. Like, express yourself however you want, you know. Um, and it's just good to see that in skateboarding because it has just been so male-dominated for so long. Oh, eh. for sure, yeah. So bring it on, I reckon.
2: Yeah, girls are coming out strong.
0: They are. And it's huh? sick
2: to see. Like, I mean, one of the skaters in – the crew that I was skating before they moved to Melbourne was Jenna. Yep. And Jenna, you know, I love you, Jenna. She's so sick. And like the progression she made, like from the year of us hanging out, she killed it and she kills it so hard. And she's like the only girl out here skating street. And it's like, it's it's good to see.
0: Yeah. And like, it would have been hard and intimidating at times. And how do you feel about skating in skate comps?
2: Skate comps? Like I was always kind of weird about it, but. I mean, I went in them when I was younger. Mm. It's like, oh, I'm going to try to win, to try to get some product, get money, <laughs> get money, yeah, for sure. But um, and then yeah, I was like, and then I was like, oh, fuck comps, like I'm just, I'm a soul skater, I'm just going to skate, you know, for myself. And then now, I talk, now I'm like an adult, like not having that much money. I'm like, oh, comps, you know, you maybe win a couple bucks. But it's also good, like it's it's always like a good time at a comp, like there's skaters there, talk to, talk to good skaters, like there's always some decent people there and yeah. A sense
0: of community as well.
2: For sure, yeah. I, I rate it.
0: Do you put much thought into your marketability?
2: No, nah, barely any, barely any okay. at all.
0: I just thought that was a legit question because in this day and age, I mean, there's so many amazing skateboarders. Oh, for what's sure. What's separating the, those from... The one's not getting paid and the one's getting paid, you
2: know. No, that's it. And I guess nowadays it's like, dude, I don't even know. Like I only learned the other day, like I got this invoice sheet of how to get paid for skating and like if, you know, a company uses your video, you fill out this invoice sheet and like, you know, get them to pay you the money or you're like what you uh owed. But I still don't know. I don't know fully. Like I'm Mm. just starting to learn about that stuff now.
0: Are you consciously thinking, like, starting to think about those things? Like, if you are serious about it,
2: oh, for sure, hundred percent. (laughs) Like, I need to get like an ABN number, or shit like that. Agent, probably not an agent. There's a lot
0: of agents in skateboarding now, too. Is there?
2: I didn't even know. Man, pay me and I'll be your agent. (laughs) Well,
1: I'm just getting messages in from the fans, and uh, someone said here, ask Ty about that slam vid that went viral.
2: Oh, what? what Live feeds.
0: This? this is right, Joey. Thanks for bringing this aspect yeah, of it. Right. Go. go. Like, yeah, go. Can you answer slam?
1: That? Wait, what, what was
2: it about? The slam vid that went viral. I don't know what that is. The slam vid, yeah. I oh, fucking. You slammed,
0: I, you slammed.
2: Yeah, it was a 2.2 meter, maybe a little bit higher drop. Isn't that big? But I tried to do a pre grab 180 off it. Oh, it was a 270, but the surface was super slippery. And when I went to fucking turn out of it, like do the 180 pre-grab, my back truck slipped, my legs got caught up on the ledge as my body was going down, and I just fell onto my side and ate shit. I forgot about that. I actually remember that, and that's why
1: your back is sore right now.
2: No, no, that didn't hurt my back at all. No way. No, my elbow, I got um, bursitis in my elbow.
1: It looked like your body, like if I fell off that, I would have snapped in half. Dude, like that, it, it that was high. pretty gnarly. I got lucky, oh, man. Yeah.
0: Actually, Ryan sent that yeah. to me. Yeah. You gotta
1: try and yeah, put that up. I wanna see that again.
2: So that went viral. Yeah, that went fucking super viral. It got like shared all over Instagram and then on Hall of Meats Instagram and Ridiculousness, um, the TV show with Rob Derdick. Like they shared it. They they put on their fucking T V show. Me That's and sick. me and Matt Carroll, the dude in who filmed the States? it. Yeah, in the States. No oh way. it was fucking worldwide, baby. But yeah, no. Me and Matt Carroll were meant to get paid like three hundred bucks for that, and shit never showed up.
1: We call up Rob Deerdeck; he's got money. Oh, for sure,
0: <laughs> he has got money. No way, dude. Yeah. I also noticed you had a like. Um, you know when the Belco Bowl Jam was on, Thrasher did a, did a Thrasher video on it.
2: Oh yeah, and you
0: got a trick in that.
2: Fuck, like three, three There's tricks like a, in that. It's like
0: a Smith grind on something. Yeah,
2: back Smith, little back Smith grind on like a bar countertop. Sick. Yeah, that was fuck. a sick photo too. Hmm. Oh, cheers. It was, yeah, it was such a sick photo because there was such a huge crowd there. It was just like all narrowed out the runway. Yeah. Well, didn't one of your homies like rip down the roof or something? <laughs> yeah, my fucking homeboy, like, he's like, dude, hit this ledge, hit this ledge because he's trying to get me to pump because there's so many people there. And I'm like, oh, oh, like, I'm just having a ciggy. I'm having a beer. I'm like, yeah, hit it in a second. And he's like, dude, if you're not going to hit this, I'm going to fucking hit this right now. And he hits it, tries to do a 50 50. And he, like, grabs this fucking pole on the side of it and rips down the whole drain. And, like, he poured all this sludge, dirty drain water on, like, all these heads, like, sitting up right at the front. No way, dude. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then that shit got me popped, like, hyped as. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you just fucking done that? All right. I'll try to give it something.
0: Like, how much pressure do you feel, like, to stack clips?
2: Stack clips? I feel a little bit of pressure. Like, I always, you know, I love to get, like, a clip maybe two a day, like, I mean, Two a day. I mean yeah that's for the how, socials. For the socials, like yeah, that's how it is now. It's like
0: so are you ever consciously thinking about filming for a part? Yeah or, ma- sure. or making your own part?
2: Oh for sure. Like currently, right now, me and um like Tyler Roebuck, Render are making a video for the Crown Store and like Amazing. Yeah, so got like you know eight, nine clips in that and
0: Who's filming that?
2: Render's filming and I'm filming as well. Like we're filming with camera film? Yeah, high eight high eight oh, video. Sick. But, um, yeah, and, like, I mean, that's something working towards. And before that, you know, Jared Reese, like, me and him always try to film stuff. Or well, He's always making stuff, and he's always keen to get me a part of it. So I'm just like, yep, Sick. yes, please. like, Nice, man. But since he's been gone, yeah, it's been a little bit quiet, and that's when me and Renda have been filming this Crown video. Dude,
0: amazing. And then you're going to move to Melbourne and just ditch everyone?
2: Oh, well, I don't think I'm ditching everybody. No, you're not. But you got to do it. He's king of the kids right
1: now and all the kids are hyping up and getting his energy. It's good. Yeah. But then when he goes, someone
2: else will have to step up. And someone better step up.
0: Do you, do you feel like there's people ready to step up?
2: Yeah, there's a few people out there. I mean, I don't really want to say names, Okay. but yeah.
0: Who are some of your like, okay, who would you say your favorite local skateboarder of all time is?
2: See, man, like that is hard.
0: I'm going to put you on the spot there, man. Like, a, don't ruffle any feathers. But
2: favorite local skater, mm, it's yeah, it's a hard one because I didn't grow up around here, and where I grew up, there were no fucking skaters. Like, there's no six skaters. Like, there was no one. So the only people that I really look up to around here was like Danny Campbell because he, he was my age as well, and I'm like, oh my god, this kid fucking like he fucking kills it. And then Giles, like Sam Giles. And like, even though, like, because I, I learned about him over the years, I'm like, oh my God, this guy. So, yeah, I guess those two dudes are fucking my inspiration around here.
0: Because I've seen a few clips of Sam recently. Do you feel like he's skating better than ever?
2: He's definitely skating hard as fuck and he's getting better. Like, done that backside 360 over the pyramid at Fairy Meadow, like, so smooth.
0: Amazing, eh?
2: Yeah, and I've never seen him do that. Yeah. It was just
0: right. like NBDs, NBDs. Yeah, yeah. Well, have you done any NBDs? What would you? Oh, actually, okay. Sorry, I want to talk about this. I seen a clip of you. It's an amazing one. You do like a board bonk on a rail.
2: Oh yeah, that's a recent.
0: So it's like you like to describe it. You ollie off like a little gap.
2: Yeah, yeah. A three
0: stair or something. Clear a gap, and then like there's just like a rail going horizontal in front of you. You kind of like bonk your deck on the middle part of your deck on yeah it, and then like pop over it from that
1: suicide bonk
0: is that what you call them
1: i don't know i just made that up <laughs> uh, what, what
2: i've heard is what it's called it's a railie <laughs> well, they call called a rail because you got wally.
0: i don't know how to describe it
2: yeah because you got wallies you know you can ride off walls and it's a railie it's okay. a Rayleigh apparently and yeah you just kind of ollie at a rail and lift up your back foot and let your board hit it and your board will smack up into your back foot and fuck you'll be out of there sweeping. Or you
1: just get racked and you never skate again. <laughs> that's like the most dangerous trick I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, because you you got it's not like it's even worse. You can't get sacked on it because it's going the other way. You can only just go head first. It's gonna clip your ankles and you're gonna face plan on uh, the other side of it.
2: It's chilling. You just gotta give it's it chillin'. a go. Like you hit it, you can do it on a flat bar, like give it a go. It's honestly chill. I'm even it a go, but
0: shit, man, I was love it. And I kinda looked around, that's that's an NBD. No, you reckon it's not. No,
2: that trick's been around for a bit now. Has it? Oh, yeah. It's still impressive, bro.
0: Well, man, listen, it's been epic. Like it's been almost an hour, you know, and um it's been so good, like good to get to know you. Um I do this so often, and I'm gonna do it to you right now, but I ask all guests to come to the podcast with like a cause or something they want to support or advocate for, like a charity or something like that. Okay. Is there and like and I didn't give you any warning, but if you haven't got anything, I've got something. But have you got something like a cause or, a, you know, a charity or something you want to advocate for today? Can you think of anything mm-hmm. your head?
2: I can't think of anything really besides, you know...
0: Right. Because just, if...
2: Oh, I do. Sorry. I was going to say like Stove. Stove got your car. Yes. Hell yeah.
0: Stove got his car. That's Has everything actually bought I shout the car?
2: Out. I don't know if his bought it yet. I think... Homie's going to help him sort that out. I don't know what's going on with that, but we've
0: got the got the got the GoFundMe goal.
2: It's the goal. Yeah, the goal was done. Someone fucking shouted like what two and a half grand, two thousand seven hundred dollars, like after that night,
0: no nice. fundraising Sick. night. Yeah, now you so can turbo
2: good. that thing as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joey's going to teach him how to drift it. Super up, super should. So good, bro. Yeah, well, because if you don't, I always really like to, um, especially in these strange times that we're living in at the moment. I just, I want to just raise awareness for Lifeline, uh, which I think is a great organisation. If you're having a hard time, call Lifeline. It's a, it's a great cause. Yeah, hey, I've
2: um, called them before. Have you? Shout out Lifeline.
0: Have <laughs> you really called them before?
2: Oh, one time when I was feeling real down.
0: That's really rad of you to be honest about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone goes through a depression. Is fucking real. Don't hold it in. You got to. I mean, yeah, yin yang. There's good and there's bad.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, there is good and bad. Hey, and like the bad passes. I think people forget that when they're in it, they're like, "It's hard. Am it, not going to get out of this?" Yeah, but, it's hard yeah.
2: to. It's hard to think of the good when you're in the bad.
0: Yeah, dude.
2: For sure.
0: Totally, man. That's so good that you said that. Yeah, like, did you find like, like, there's no shame in it? Did I mean? Did it obviously help you in that moment in that situation?
2: Yeah, Lifeline definitely helped, like, just to talk, you know, when no one's around and you're just talking about it and, like, you even hear yourself, like, it's good. It's good to talk mm. about you what you're
1: going You get relief once you get it off your chest, even if it's just a mate or something. Just talk and then, like, yeah.
2: And if you don't have a mate, Lifeline. That's nah, it. Yeah.
0: dude. So. I just reckon it's a life hack, that talking about it. and I was talking about it my last podcast, too, in terms of, like, I don't know why it works, but it just fucking works, like, just, you know pick up that phone, talk to someone, find the right person to listen to you, you know, it helps. So listen, brother, um, I've got a couple of presents for you. Oh, shit. So the first one is, I'm going to give you a THT beanie. Oh, I
2: need that. It's so cold. There you go, dude. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just in time
0: for winter. And also our friends at, yeah, nice fresh one. I haven't worn it. it.
2: Smells fresh.
0: Nice. And our friends at Indosol will be sending you a pair of shoes.
2: Oh, what? A pair
0: of like flip-flops or slides made from repurposed motor vehicle tires and they send every guest a pair.
2: Dude, yeah, it's so recycled.
0: I might get them to send them via the shop here. What do you reckon? It's all right? Dude,
2: that'd be sweet. I'm in here almost every day. So. I mean, not every day. I will do a tray flip in those sandals probably.
0: Dude, if you film a tray flipping a pair of slides made from tires, I'll be so stoked. All
2: right, it's going to happen. I'll shout out because, dude, that's <laughs> sick. Recycle, like, recycling, You know, I'm that young generation. i got to care about that shit.
0: Do you care about it, though? No,
2: I really do. I do because... Do you feel
0: pressured to care about it?
2: I mean, I don't feel too pressured because I've just accepted that, Mm. you know, if we fuck the world up till it burns, like, I'm not going to do too much about it. Yeah. So, I'm just along for the ride sort of thing.
0: Yeah, sick, man. Yeah, no, that's...
2: (laughs) But I do support all that shit, like, all those people who are trying to make a big difference... In the earth, like support, full on,
0: sick man. Tray flip
2: in these type sandals. <laughs> yeah. so,
0: well, yep. Ryan, Ryan mate did a full slappy clip in them. Oh, yeah, like at true. the uni there, and he had had his he had his new thongs on, and he was doing like all oh, like he did a hurricane in them. He did like a three sixty no comply. Ooh, what else did he do? Yeah, he did like ah uh, like a switch crooks. Yeah, switch so, crook. Fuck yeah, Ryan. Yeah, slappy switch crooks, So. I don't know, man. If you can beat Ryan's clip, I'll be very impressed. But yeah, I'll have to get your shoe size and postal address. Um, and there'll be a link in there is a link in this episode's show notes if you scroll down to uh, Lifeline, also IndoSoul, Kingpin, and Crush Organics. And you can find this episode on TerribleHappyTalks.com and also all the major platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Addict and a few others. But whatever your preferred platform is, it always really helps me if you subscribe and leave a review and it just you know it just helps me to keep going and um, speak to legends every week such as Ty Jeffrey
2: like and subscribe
0: <laughs> Thanks bro I'm so You're stoked right. And another big shout out And thank you To Mr. Joey Lyons For his time And pizza
2: Thank you
1: Thank you
0: And um, yeah Thanks for the space And I think we're done dude We're good I no, swear Alright man no, Thanks you. for having us man Eww. Hey, so before we kick off the podcast, I just want to talk about getting your morning kick in Belmont coffee. Belmont is owned by skaters, barbers, traders, and musicians. They came together with the idea of creating a co-pilot that's next to you on the late night drives, early mornings on the job site, or a midday pick-me-up. Ethically sourced beans in a sustainable can and ready to go when you are. Use the code THT to score a discount at belmont.com. That's Belmont, B-E-L-L-M-O-T-T dot com.